How the devil are you? I'm good, how's yourself? All good, all good. So we've got Captain Flanners, the Flan Man, apparently. That's your handle. And uh, we're doing something a little bit different this week. So we're going to have a chat with yourself, Captain of Kilmarnock, and we're going to run the rule over the First Division. Uh, So always keen to have a, a look down the leagues. We did it with Shaky last year. And it was, I guess, towards the back end of the season. And I thought, no, we, we need to concentrate and get a few more people on and, and not maybe wholly concentrate on the Premiership. So you have answered the clarion call. Um, and I don't, we've not met, have we? I don't think. I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't know, maybe years ago in playing days. I don't know. Yeah. I've I've not played at the ground. I've played once at the ground next to the athletic stadium. So how long have you been there for? I've been at Kilmarnock since 2016. I was at Pollock previously. Okay. How long have they been at the athletic stadium then? At the athletic stadium, I think we've been there since, oh, I'm going to get this wrong and there'll be a few angry people on Twitter, but I think it's been since 2000. 12 come on it, it? They move wow so I, I played could be wrong I, though I think I played a 2020 game there and I think it would have been for the twos I think and uh it was an absolute road I mean I'd never seen because because clearly my uh previous experiences of Kilmarnock have been because we always used to play them in the old Western Union and so you're talking I mean you're talking mid 80s sort of mid-90s, Jim Thompson, old man Bobby Hill, um, who was just glaring at, glaring at you from first slip and just used to swear at you ad nauseum. And Jim Thompson just used to bowl these things that used to spit <laughs> at you. And you had 25 overs facing Jim Thompson. And then you had some pro, probably, I think you had David Harper for years, down at oh Kilmarnock. Yeah, Harps. I think he was Harps was there. So he had 25 at the other end. Um, and then you had the steelworks at the old ground. You, you had the, the pylons and you had the middle of April. So it was always fucking freezing. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine it's um, being by this West Coast. It's quite cold. Uh-huh. But um, so, so much better now. How's the wicket playing this year? It's a, it's a good wicket. Uh, we're really lucky. We have Mark Coleman who gives a lot of um, his time up to preparing a wicket. And we've also got Cyril who used to be at Clydesdale who also oh, yeah. helps helps prepare a wicket. So it's a decent wicket. We tend to try to bat first. Uh-huh. Um, as I think a guy a couple of weeks ago suggested in Scotland, bat first, you tend to win. Yes, um, yes. Wicket's pretty much true. Um, although I'm looking forward to seeing how some of the professionals from other clubs adapt to it when they come to play in the return fixtures because there's a, there's sometimes a wee bit of surprise and balance every uh-huh. now and again or a shooter, but I think that's playing in Scotland as well. Yeah, no, you're quite right. You're quite right there. So you've got a decent deck there. You've got a decent groundsman. It plays pretty true. So, so tell me, how come you've only scored 38 runs in eight digs this year? I would... I would <laughs> Did you look at my stats last year? No, no, no. I don't listen. You're only as good as your last inning, Flanners. <laughs> my last innings, I think I got, was I out for one against Green? Um, 
I would love to say it's down to fantastic bowling. Um, nice. But I have to put, I have to share the blame between myself and my teammates. There's been some good runouts. I saw that last week. Uh-huh. Um, there's also been some that if I had the opportunity to refer, I'd have been straight referring. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm just hopeful by speaking to you, I saw what this did to Michael English. I'm just hopeful suddenly I'll click back into gear and start to score some runs. Because <laughs> it's been it'll tough. To, well, it'll have to be Lazarus-like because if you take your top score of 21 out of 38, you've scored 17 and 7. No, I, I don't like the, the way you're looking at these stats. I think you need to go on to the, uh, the, the pink ball cricket. The pink ball, I average 49. Let's go Do to you? those ones. Well, is, that, uh, is that where you're bowling? <laughs> if only, if only. Listen, I'm pulling your leg. I'm pulling your leg. Listen, let's get talking and talking some serious stuff. Um, so you guys have been sort of in first division. I, I Have you been challenging over the last couple of years? To my mind, this maybe is the first year where you're you're there or thereabouts. Is, is that a fair comment? Yeah, I think last year we had a particular, once the pros and the amateurs were out of it last year, I think we finished fifth. And we uh-huh. felt like, take away the big four of last year, Air and Kelburn, both of those, Kelburn in particular, gave us two big doings. Take yeah. those two away from it. We were competitive against Drumps and we were competitive against East Kilbride. Um, so we felt like this year we could be pushing inside that top four, top three, real aspirations to see what we could do. And this yeah. year we had a, Bad loss last week. You might have seen to Greenock for a second. Yeah, yeah. And we had a a tough defeat to Stenhouse Muir as well, um, who are unbeaten this year. And yes, we just sit in. But we had a really great game against Drumps a couple of weeks ago where I we saw that ninety nine plays ninety nine or something like that. Yeah, ninety five. We bowled them out. I think we won by four. Um, a real like two. They were ninety five for eight. And we got two wickets wow. uh, within the 95 after having them 59 for eight. So it was a real dogfight, but yeah, a great game. And good again, Trumps are another good team in our league. So we look at it. I know you're just sorry, I'm answering a bit, but but I think within our league, there's lots of teams that can beat each other. Yeah, Stenhouse Muir have just been a class above this season, having their pro. <laughs> So I, I saw and I've looked through the stats. He's clearly head and shoulders above anybody else with a bat. I mean, he's he's six six one off his ten, um, striking at seventy three, absolutely whacking yep. it. I was interested about the two. I presume they are overseas arms at, at Greenock. You'll probably know more about them than anybody <laughs> seen. You played them last week. Um, Thomas Nicholson and, and Ryan Walker are they both Aussies? Are they? Yeah, and did you see what Walker got last week? He got 100 or didn't he? 130 against us, and we had them, when the rain came, 31 overs down, I think they were 81 for three, so we felt pretty good. Yeah. And then we had to come straight back out. Ball pretty much becomes pretty wet and like a, yeah. a soap for the ballers. Yeah. And he put us, I wouldn't say all over the park, he's really strong down the ground. Uh-huh. So the left-hander Walker is a fantastic strike of the ball. So long on, he hits decent sixes and he also hits well through extra cover. And looked like a, a great player. And the other Aussie, I don't think he might manage too much against us, but the Kelly wicket is tough at the start of an innings. Like 
Hence right. my low scores. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, he... Is this, is this going to be a recurring theme, is it? Are you trying <laughs> to justify the fact that you've scored 38 runs in eight digs? And take away the 21. <laughs> <laughs> On a nice sunny day, yeah. But then I looked um, at but, it, wait a second, I looked at it and and it said that your strike rate, and this can't be right, it said your strike rate was 95. So tell me that's wrong. That can't uh, be wrong. Be, that'd be like me. No, that's probably wrong. It normally uh-huh. be about the 70s. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's I, I, and, and you're, you're skippering the side. And, yeah, and you, you my, must be under some pressure now to, to have to drop, because you seem to be able to sort of, well, I presume the white ball cricket, you might be better dropping down the, the, the order, no? No, I think, like, uh, a few people this year, I tried, so I used to bat three, and that's where I scored my runs for Kilmarnock. Yeah, yeah. And then having a professional and the amateur this year, I kind of floated between opening, which isn't ideal being a uh-huh. keeper, because sometimes if it's second innings, I'm shattered and going to five and six and seven. Um, yeah. Whereas now we've just decided, we're speaking to a professional, though, I just need to open, need to yeah. get back up there, just yeah. open. Um, and we're bringing back a new guy in tomorrow who played a lot of cricket down south and a bit in Australia, who we think is our other opening partner, um, Ben. So we're really okay. hopeful that we can kind of compete with Steny and Greenock, but we need teams to do us favours now. Um, you feel that? I mean, Steny and Greenock look to look to be in the box seat. I mean, Steny, I guess, is, is theirs to lose. You can't really see them um, slipping up so dramatically. But having said that, there's only two games in it, isn't there? Um, but yeah. they look as if they're, has everybody been pretty much second best against Steny this year? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, the, like you've seen with the stats, I mean, we dropped their pro second ball. I think it was the edge behind and the first slip grassed it and then it could have been competitive. But yeah, I mean, he's a guy, he keeps wicket for them and he doesn't wear pads. So like I said to him, well, that's pretty pretty brave. Ballsy, my, yeah. uh, my gloves are there to, to catch it. Right. Um, so, I mean, that's sort of street hard guy like he's uh South African is he South African and they've got a good left arm spinner so if you look at their bowling the two top wicket takers are both left arm spinners um I forget what they what they're both called uh one of them gets me I think he's got me three times now three innings but he's good so you've got Grant Callum Grant is that one of them Grant and then Praveen Pavi is the other one. So they both, so again, I think in Scotland, sometimes you don't play much left arm spin. Yeah. So those two are picking up lots of wickets. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they just seem to have decent depth. And I think they're bringing back their, he was an amateur or pro for him years ago. He's Scottish based now, but I think he's been in at the World Cup qualifiers in Bermuda. All um, right. Okay. His name has, popped out of my head but he's a good seamer and he can bat properly as well so I would say Steny had a massive jump out team Greenock a, a good uh-huh. um, and but there are teams like Irvin are I think are Irvin fourth now in the league or fifth yeah fifth just below drums and you're in and, third and we obviously play them in our uh, round robin competitions yep. with Aaron, Irvin and they yep. have a fantastic professional in Sammy um, even Utu Divinuta, who I think he's here for three years through the winter as well, doing coaching. 
Right. And he is a top pro and an amateur I've got this year. He scored 200 in the Scottish Cup against Challenge Cup against Dundee. All right. High is a real giant of a boy. So yeah. I mean, there's teams that could still be other sides within the league. Maybe Stenny, like you say, a bit too far ahead, but mm-hmm. definitely teams that have standout performers like yeah. Trumps have the Pride Boys who are great bowlers. There seems to be still quite a gap between that first division and, and the Premiership. I mean, to a certain extent, here we're a bit of an outlier. You would expect them to, you know, com- certainly compete. And, and certainly that that's looking likely as to what they're doing. I mean, they've, they've recruited well uh, and they've got just some absolute superstars. But then there's a team like Kelburn who you thought, you know what, gritty, hard-nosed cricketers there um, and just haven't haven't done anything and, and really are probably, it's looking very much, unless they get started, it looks as if, um, you know, they're going to be back down in, in division Division one, Stennis Muir. Let's assume that they go up. Can you see if they do go up? Can you see them, you know, being challenging? I think, depending if they have a pro and an amateur next year, I think they can because Hellhead are the best. So we're lucky, like we play Air and Irving, and we played Clydesdale this year. And where I see it as a team for Kilmarnock and the likes of ourselves is the mm-hmm. fielding is on another level. So right. if you look at our first division, the best field inside in it is Hillhead. Hillhead's fielding is like a premier side. Like they're diving around, they're competitive, they're yeah. throwing the ball in hard. Yeah. Stenhouse Muir probably aren't far away from that. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I, they've got the... It will depend on if they have a, another pro. If they keep, I think it's Rousseau, mm-hmm. if they keep him. Yeah, they would be competitive. Because you've got to think for a club like that who will probably be described, I think, in, in other sports parlance as, as a provincial club, that mm-hmm. you're thinking, well, how are they going to attract their kids to come to to play there? And then, you know, you've, you've obviously got your amateur and you've got your, your pro who are going to give them runs and hopefully wickets through the season. But... You know, for a club to be sustainable and to be competing, you've got to try and and work out how on earth you're going to be able to grow the club. And and there's a club like Helensborough, who we played in the uh, the Greenwood last night, and that's why I, I couldn't speak to you last night. Yeah. Um, there's a team that were maybe challenging for first division um, for for many many years. Certainly had two teams with a good strong outfit, and and they've just been their second team because they can't get people to turn up. How do you go with Kilmarnock um, and and getting two teams? Well, so senior teams. What have you got? Two, three. How many teams two. have you got? Two. We've got two sides. We've been really lucky. Gareth Walsh is our second team captain. Mm-hmm. He has um, done really well recruiting players to the second team and who have been able to come between the twos and the ones from his previous experience. I think it was with Ardrossan. Mm-hmm. But I think ourselves and clubs similar to us, especially, we don't have um, a private school nearby. Yeah. So some, some clubs benefit because they're playing cricket in their schools. Yeah. yeah. It, it kind of feeds away. We... 
we do work really hard on our on our youngsters. So we have like our all stars, and we have a good 10, 10 kids coming along to that. Yeah. Then we have our juniors, yeah. and we have a decent amount. But we're always conscious of all these people. Once they get older, boys and girls, once they meet girlfriends, boyfriends, you probably only hang on to a few. And even so, then, work commitments. That's exactly what um, Cassie at, at uh, Helensborough, I had a chat with him because, you know, there's nothing worse than going to a, a site and having a chat and then you, you hear that they've, they've ditched a team because they can't get enough people playing. And and he said exactly the same, the, the, the birds, the booze and the fags um, by the time they're 14, 15, 16 and, and trying to keep them um, because it's it's a difficult sport. I mean, it's not like other team sports where potentially you're involved for 45 minutes, 90 minutes, it, A, it goes on for seven hours. You could be a batsman that, like yourself, who, <laughs> <laughs> who this season, who this season. Um, uh, quotation marks at the yeah, word batsman season, next time. Open quote, this season, close quote. Um, you know, your, your day's over, you know, yeah. uh, very quickly. Um, and it's... Uh, but then it, it, cricket is one of these things that it, it grips you. You know, if, if you fall in love with it, it's just, it, it's it's almost like your own drug. Yeah, it can be. I mean, I'm thinking of the game, like we, the Drumpelia game, it's yes. a great game. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. those sorts of games where it's two pretty evenly matched sides and players are walking away thinking, unfortunately for Drumps on that day, they're walking away going, oh, I can't believe we've lost in a row. Sad faces and stuff where a tie actually would be a fair result, but yeah. they're the sort of games that kind of grip players and they want uh-huh. to have more. But yeah. it's again, it's nothing worse than you turn up and it's a rain delay, mm. and then suddenly two hours later it gets called off because partners don't appreciate that. Partners, your no. wives and girlfriends don't say, Oh, that's fair enough, just come back whenever you like. Yeah. <laughs> And and there's been a huge sea change. Certainly, you know, I I finished when I was sort of mid thirties. Um, the the kids then grew up. The kids are now you know nineteen and twenty, and I've sort of gone back over the last three or four years. And there's an enormous sea changes to as far as commitment is concerned, because it was very much seen that when when I was was playing in the sort of anywhere between sort of, I suppose the 90s and, and the noughties, it was a case of, well, you didn't go on holiday until the end of the season. But now, you know, playing back at West, I don't think West have had the same, and this is Prem, and they are second in the league, and I don't think that they've had the same team one week after the next, I, I don't think they've had the same team, which is just. But as I like, I've been playing cricket in Scotland since like the early noughties. I think two thousand and four, I started, and yeah. you tended not to go on holiday. Even with my family now, we we go on a Sunday, and with the aim of only missing one game if we're going away for yeah. um, a week, a, four, we a fortnight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Friday and. Um, it isn't like that now. It's really difficult. You've got like a core group of players who will play for you week in, week out, and very rarely will miss out. We've got a few great players who come down from Glasgow who play for us. But out with that, you've got guys who are just like, it's just different priorities in life. So they are very uh-huh. much focused on these other things. And we'd be like, West, I don't think we've had our strongest side out yet this season. Uh-huh. Um 
which is scary because we're now into the second half of the season and I, I know that the difficult conversations I thought I'd be having with players hasn't had to take place because we're not having to drop players for other players because they're not yeah. available. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and I, I think that'll become harder as the years go on as well, how you get the commitment, the same level of commitment that mm-hmm. was there in the past mm-hmm. and a real commitment to the to even the club, like we're lucky we're in Kilmarnock, so the only clubs available for people to move to tend to be Irvin uh, and Prestwick. Yeah. And a few people do go around. Uh-huh. I know when I was at Pollock, like folk, it was like um, a merry-go-round. round Yeah. <laughs> you didn't know who would be with you the following year, who was coming in, and people and to, promised. Yeah, to a certain extent, that happens to those clubs that get relegated. I mean, you're looking there at, at, at Greenock, and that's going to be an interesting conversation that maybe Flacky's going to have to have. Um, you know, it's absolute stalwart at Greenock, and then suddenly Greenock are back up next season, and what does Flacky do? Does he does he stay at Prestwick or the or air rather, um, or does he go back to uh, to Greenock? And there's a there's a and and also Pollock. I mean, goodness gracious, who would have thought that Pollock find themselves yeah. in, in just down amongst the dead men? Um, you know, third from bottom, the league looks as if it's a top five and a bottom five. And and goodness gracious, could Pollock be playing second division cricket next season? I mean, it just you just wouldn't have, have thought about that two or three seasons ago. But there they go; they get relegated. Am Ramzan's gone to to Adi. I know there's a family connection there, um, and then um, a, what's his face has gone to to Clydesdale. Um, uh, the whole the whole uh, youngie. Yeah, yeah. Well, Craig Young went to Clydesdale yeah. two two or three years before, um, and. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it, it's just, it's it must be really hard, especially from a club's perspective where you've put in all that time and effort and then suddenly, you know, they, they, they leave because they've been told from, you know, Warriors or Scottish cricket or whoever, listen, you can't be playing first division if you want to be seen to be playing Warriors or Scotland A, then you need to move on. It's, but I guess... The other argument would be that, you know, that's always been the case. Yeah, I think that's hard. And especially when you invest a lot of time and effort with players, it's yeah, it's hard. I mean, what I would say is like, oh, I think it was last year, obviously we had Mikey English in our league, who's a, a fantastic player, mm. good guy. Uh, we had Kazim playing. We had um, Iqbal up at yeah. Kilbride. Yeah. They were, they were great, good Good players, the boy, mm-hmm. the McMillan at Kelburn, New Zealand. Uh, he's getting a little older now, but another good, good player. So you had these. I don't know what the solution is. Like sometimes I wonder if naturally Scottish cricket looks like there's an eight, an eight, and an eight as more of natural um, finishing or natural groupings. All right, um, okay, and. And we're even seeing that, like you're saying, in the first division where we could see that split between the top five and the bottom five. Uh-huh. And if Kelvin gets left behind in the Premier, and I hope they don't because they're a great, great group of guys. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And Langside, obviously, we're in our league, I think, two, three years ago, two years proper yep. ago with COVID. Yep. Another good 
probably one of the best bowling attacks we've so faced. I, I think you're the first person that I've spoken to who's maybe suggested, a, a, you know, 24 teams and, and three eights. I don't know. Um, yeah, you wonder whether or not that might that, that might work. It would obviously shorten the season, you know, they would have to think about But then you could end up doing some sort of thing like they do in the hockey. They, they split the leagues or you have a sort of grand final where seven plays eight, six plays five, four plays yeah. whatever. Well, the, the National League a few years ago, a few years ago, this is maybe eight, ten years ago. I remember we had the we had the top league, then we had the first division, second division, and we had, I'm sure there was five weekends that were free where we actually played like Scottish Cup cricket. So I was playing for Pollock at the time, but we had Kostov, um, Pennycook in our league. We had two other sides in our league. Maybe it's a round robin, it was three sides in our league. Well, that must be four, but some other way of a competition where yeah. you catch up on the rain affected games or uh-huh uh-huh but i don't i don't know i just feel sometimes there is a, a slight <clears throat> gap and it's how do you bridge that gap between i mean air have recruited really well with um getting flacky who yeah hits a big a long ball he had yeah. a massive yeah. six against us and uh i'm sure it's mikey mikey with the gloves who got his fame on twitter a few weeks ago with his uh, run-out attempt at Kelvin. Um, but they've, they've recruited, and obviously the boy, the left-arm spinner from Fergusley, which if they hadn't brought those boys in, I think they would have found it a lot harder. Yeah, yeah. I just wonder, I mean, obviously you can pack your side full of, you know, your two arms or a pro and an arm, etc. but you've got to find nine other players. And I just wonder whether or not Let's assume you've got 10 in the league, so you've got to find 90 players. I'm just wondering whether or not there's maybe only 70 decent cricketers in the West. Um, yeah, and so I mean, therefore, you're never going to get a situation where you're, and, and this, this, is, this is, I think, the potential problem is that you're never, ever going to get a first division where a team is regularly going to come and, and compete um, I think it's going to be very, very difficult. But you know, that's 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 maybe where we we sit at the moment. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting to think. And how do they make it? Because uh, the other part of it is how do you make sure clubs not just survive but thrive? And mm-hmm. I think for me, that's the the dilemma that we have. It's because without additional support from maybe Cricket Scotland. It's really hard. You're working yeah, on volunteers. Yeah, well, that's that. That's exactly that. You're you're looking at the Sam Scotts of this world. Um, you know, you need somebody there who's prepared to devote pretty much his life to club cricket and developing uh, a side. Um, and Sam Scott has proven year on year that he's he's able to do that. So if he's able to do that, he will have a formula. Um, that I'm, I'm sure if you had the time, the effort and the inclination to do that, you could replicate that in many, many clubs. It just takes a couple of people with super enthusiasm um, and, and then try and imbue that love of the game into a group of kids who are you know, 12, 13. Yeah. yeah. It's certainly doable. It just, as you say, just as you say, it needs volunteers to do that. And that's, that's I think, possibly some of the problems. Yeah, and, and the challenge going on, because we have a similar, like Mark Chippy, Mark Coleman, 
just loads of work for us, but it's a case of like, and then we've got a few other guys like Gav and stuff who really help out in Ali, but it's like, what do we do? Especially with people's working lives being like, they're able to be in more contact with the office and whatnot, yeah. and even work later on in a day or having to change their jobs due to financial pressures. It's like, what do you do to make sure that clubs don't disappear? Like Helensborough struggling to get a second team yeah. out. Yeah. Um, because Helensborough is a an area of the country where it's, they're not competing with many other clubs. Like it's a wee trip to get yeah. down into the West End. Yeah. I mean, they used to do really well, Faz Lane. They used to get three or four boys out of Faz Lane every single year um, well, and were able to compete. Um, but those, those days seem to have 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 gone. Um, so listen, I don't want to keep you too long. Let's have a look at the matches coming up for this week and you can maybe just cast your eye over that and give us your your tuppence worth. And then what I'd like you to us to do is just have a quick chat about the games in the Prem this year and then your thoughts yeah. as to where you think that's all going. So Renfrew Hillhead, uh, Renfrew at home, Renfrew sort of just sixth uh, against Hillhead who seemed to be in the doldrums down in eighth. Yeah, I think um, I would expect if I was doing one of those uh, Super Six, I'd be heading for Renfrew. Um, I know it's Eid. It's maybe Saturday or Sunday, but Hellhead have just lost one of their really good batsmen. Ben yeah. Ben Ward has come back to New Zealand. So okay. I think I think that will put them in. They're a good ball inside, great field inside, but I think losing that batter will make it a lot tougher for them. So I'll go yeah. Renfrew. Renfrew. GHK Kilmarnock. You fellas should have got to back yourself. GHK down down amongst yeah. the dead men. Uh, I would hope so. I would hope we can um, get 25 points from this game. But who okay. knows? Like um, They've got one guy who loves just to tee off right from the start. He stays in for 10 overs. Yeah. Certainly they've, uh, they've got a score, but I'm going to back us. So. And, and I just want you to score a 50. Oh, I'd take um, 50 in five innings at the moment. Um <laughs> Okay, let's go on to Steny and Irvin. Steny at home, you can't really see Irvin doing anything there, can you? Unless, and again, it comes down to the pro and the amateur. If yeah. um, Irvin's pro is, is good, he is top-notch. And I would say their amateur had, uh, I think he scored runs last week. So okay. if, he, if he's finding form and he stays in for, if he stays in for 20 overs, They've got over, he's probably got over a hundred. He hits the ball a long way. So right. I'm gonna I'm gonna say no, it's gonna be biased there. I was gonna say um Irvin to win, but I'm yeah, Stenny, slightly Stenny, but I'm hoping for an Irvin upset. <laughs> Bring them back to the pack. It's Greenock, I guess, which is the next game. Greenock against East Kilbride. What I'm guessing you're wanting is East Kilbride to to pull them back and, and then that really is them back in the mix, eh? Yeah, and I don't know if Stuart, I noticed Stuart Campman wasn't playing a couple of games ago. I'm hoping he's back because their bowling attack, their two openers are good. Stuart and um, mm-hmm. Khan, I think Khan was a pro yeah. in his time years ago. I, like They've got a decent opening bowling attack. So, yeah, I'd love Greenock to be pegged back. Um, but their walker in particular was impressive last week against yeah. us. Yeah, okay. So who are you looking at there? Are you going to pin to Eagle Bride? No, I'm going to hope for East Kilbride, but I think I think that's going to look like um, Greenock win, just going with form. 
And an old Western Union uh, game, Drumpelier against Pollock. Uh, what's what's the, the chat there? Actually, Pollock's my old team, but I'm going for a, a Drumps, Drumps victory. Drumps are uh, great ball inside, and I just think they're against a very young Pollock side, they will win. Pollock have done okay on the night stuff of all the teams that are in the first division who play in the McCullough Pollock were the only ones who actually qualified for the quarterfinal dumped West out of the round cup um, so some shoots of recovery there but I mean they're going to have to start thinking about getting some W's uh, on a Saturday otherwise the, you know second division cricket you're not going to attract too many players in playing second division cricket yeah, I think I think they have got a big rebuild on. Um, yeah. Just, the, I mean, the players. We beat them a few weeks ago, and um, a few of the boys had played against, like, came to nets when they were juniors and stuff. So they are very yeah. much very. I don't know if there's a player over twenty five in that side. Well, that's good young. then. You know, that's that's really where you've got to start. And you know, maybe if you have to go down to second division, if you keep the guys there. And you win games down there, you get a bit of confidence, you come back up and then you know, it's all about trying to win games and keep the same people playing yeah. week in, week out just to get some continuity. Yeah, and there's a lot of like good young young kids there. So hopefully they'll recover because it's a lovely club. Um, great situ as well. Yeah, um, great place to play. Yeah, and so much investment and time from the likes of Keith Young. So I'm yes. hopeful... Yeah, they'll bounce, bounce back. Not against us, um, <laughs> against maybe against uh, Stenhouse Muir. I think twice. Maybe Greenock. Greenock. Fingers crossed. <laughs> All righty. Listen, let's go on to the big show. Um, it's been a. F- I, I've not seen a season like this in, in the many years I've played and watched. I've not seen a season where going into the second half of the season, you could be looking at, depending upon how results go this week, you could be talking about five or six with a chance of, of winning uh, the championship. Yeah, it's it's really, really so, so close. So listen, let's start off. Dumfries against Langside. What are your thoughts? Um, I'm thinking we played Dumfries, obviously we were in the first division a few years ago, very solid, and it looks like Beveridge is scoring runs now. Yeah, he's doing well. And I, and I think they've, is it a bowling pro they've brought in? Is it some guy, Smith or something? Yeah, Jesse Smith, he's doing really well in both the bowling and the batting stats. Solid. Yeah, and they've got Brockwell, and they've got a boy from Galloway who used to play against us years ago, a young kid. So I'm going to say Dumfries at home. Yeah, so I'm 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 back into Fries on that. I mean Lang yeah. but that Langside, you know, they've they've won the last two games at Langside, turned over West and Kelburn. So I'd I'd be going for Dumfries as well. Yeah, I'm going Dumfries. I, I fancy Dumfries. And yeah. that really pushes them on as well. Yeah. They're right in that mix. Absolutely, absolutely. Kelburn, Clydesdale. I I unfortunately I can't see past Clydesdale there. Um they seem to they seem to have turned things round after a bit of a ropey middle part where they lost four games. Good, good win, solid. Bell helps them, obviously. And a good win against West gets them back into the, the challenge. I still think that they probably have lost too many. But, I, but as I said in my tweet, I think that they will maybe decide who wins the championship by spoiling the party for a lot of teams. Yeah, I mean, they'd have to go on some run and press yeah. with after start to drop a lot of 
games. But then you're looking at Fergus Lee having done that. I mean, Fergus Lee looked as if one more loss from them and that was them dead. And they've just come back to life and they've, they've won some crucial, crucial games, went to Clydesdale, beat them, went to Prestwick, beat them. And now they've got Moses back, giving some solidity to that batting lineup. They've got um, Riyadh back on form. They go down to air. So again, um, what are your thoughts? Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? Because they're going to all have to play each other. So I wonder, yeah. Fergusley travelling down to air. I don't know how Mike, he got on today with Scotland A, but air know that... It's also the coin age. Yeah, and it depends if um, the, the brother had a fastball, a nice guy, is it Stuart? Uh, what's yeah, his name? Um, Michael May. Mac- 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 yeah. If he's yeah. playing and his brother's batting... Uh-huh. They've got some depth there, so and it'll be yeah. interesting because obviously the spinner is going against his former club. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to back air. I'm going to keep it air. Sure. I'm going to okay. go air for that one. Good. Good stuff. Uh, West against Prestwick. I think if West don't beat Prestwick, then I can't see them turning that round. They've had a poor run in the last couple of weeks. Um, very reliant upon the Colgan brothers. We're hoping Ian Young's back this week. Um, so I think he'll give some solidity in that top line. Um, so I, I, my heart says West, but my head says Presswood. Yeah, I'd agree with you. And again, being biased, I'm going to go for the Ayrshire boys. But Did you like the Ayrshire boys? Oh, we've played them heck, so normally, normally, the, the Ayrshire boys, I mean, you, you talk about air and they can't stand people in Prestwick and Prestwick can't stand the people in air, <laughs> but you boys in Kilmarnock, you just love everybody. Oh, we have to. We have to. We have to be um, be respectful of these guys because we have to play them so much and we hope every time when the toss comes down, they play fairly against us and don't smash us for like 250, 300. Oh, um, although they've... They then they do tend to score big runs, so maybe yeah. we should be less kind to them. Yes, but hey, I tell you a funny story for so the boy, the fast bowler from uh Scott, it's Scotty, isn't it? Yeah, he, yeah, Michael. We were playing them last year, first division game, and I think we were they were in relative trouble. Like we eventually got them for just 200, yeah, and a 50 overs, but our fast bowler boot broke like it just like broke in half and he comes across and he shouts he was batting he goes yeah. just go and get my uh, bowling spikes what are you and I thought you don't get that very often the opposition coming Aye. up and staying and and they were batting first and Scotty was like just go and Tom what's your spike size and he's like go and just go and get mine go and get some go there you go listen we've got a minute to go I'm yeah. a cheapskate I don't pay for the, the premium We've got Uddy Sterling. In one word, Uddy Sterling. I'm going to go Uddy. Uddy, good man. Right, I'm going to call it a day there. Go off and have a beer. Good luck tomorrow. Let's, uh, I will be, you don't have the frog box, but I'll, I'll, uh, I'll be keeping tabs. Follow the Twitter. Let's see if uh, speaking to you can get me some runs. Good man, let's hope so. Thanks for coming Thanks on. Thanks for your time. Cheers, Take buddy. Care. Bye. Cheers, bye.